Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, while we were on air yesterday, you would have heard the news beginning to break around the passing of Esa Pahad, former minister in the presidency, joining the liberation movement back, wow, in the 1950s, dying yesterday at the age of 84, playing a long role in the movement in exile, and of course a very close relationship with the former president, Thabo Mbeki. Someone who knew him, someone who worked with him, is Mbazima Shaloa, uh, former general secretary of Kasatu and premier of Gauteng. Mbazima, good morning, thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. How will you remember Esa Pahad? You must have known him for many years. Indeed, I, I knew uh, Esa, uh, having bumped into him uh, both in London and in Prague uh, during my visit. At the time, as a trade unionist, uh, you know, one would engage in a lot of discussions about the liberation struggle, but he focused less on the liberation struggle but more on class, race, and uh, and gender, because as many would know, you know, he was a he was a Marxist, and he also <clears throat> was a representative of the SACP in the board of the Marxist Review Committee. But I got to work more closely with him after the unbanning of the ANC and the SACP, because ESOP was uh, deployed by the SACP at its uh, head office which was at the same place as where the Cosato offices were. At the same time, uh, he was uh, involved in the uh, establishment of structures of the SACP as part of the national leadership, whereas I was involved in the establishment of his structures as part of what was then known as the PWC uh, region of the, uh, of the SACP. And finally, I, I, I spent a lot of time with ESOP during the CODESA negotiations. In fact, from uh, around 1991, I was with him there at the, at the negotiations until, um, you know, 1993, when I was elected the General Secretary of Kosato and felt that, look, I couldn't be sitting there representing the SACP, uh, but I was there with him, mm-hmm. with Geraldine, with Slovo, and, and his key focus would always be on worker issues, as I was saying, but also on issues of class, race, and, uh, and gender. So, so I know him from that side. But as you said, a friend of um, Tabo Mbeki as well, I said to someone yesterday, even though Tabo Mbeki didn't need uh, any uh, protection, but you could call Esop mother hen uh, because he would really be out there defending him uh, not so much as a psychopath, but really as someone who felt that, look, maybe on this or that issue is misunderstood and worked on those kind of issues. So he was the kind of guy who was there. And finally, uh, uh, you know, before I come back to you, is that Esop uh, also did not have uh, uh, patience. So he didn't suffer fools uh, easily, you know. And if you start talking about something, and he thought you were really talking rubbish. Esop will say so right up front rather than wait for you to finish your foolish argument. <laughs> I've got to say, Mazima, as a journalist, um, <clears throat> I, can, I, I can agree with you on that. <laughs> he would make sure that you knew. <laughs> um, one of and, the... and, he, and he would say to you, 
Haisuka Wena. <laughs> yes. One of the things about him, uh, I think, was also the length of time that he gave to the struggle. I mean, I remember speaking to him about the, the death, the, the killing of Ahmed Tim, of Ahmed Timmel, who was pushed out of the John Foster Square police station in 1971. I mean, he described Ahmed Timmel as, as his best friend. We're talking about someone who had been involved in the struggle for so many years. In fact, indeed. And, and not only... I mean, if you take the, the Timor thing, one of the things you'll all understand is that, remember, Timor was also a member of the South African Communist Party. So he worked with him. So Esop is one of those people who joined the ANC when it was not fashionable. Uh, at the time, many uh, preferred to be in the, in the Indian uh, Congress. Of course, he was in the Indian Congress. So he was involved in those struggles. A little unknown fact about Esop is that also he did double in football for Dynamos uh, years back in uh, in Forsberg, you know, with his younger brother Aziz, and and so he, he could hold a conversation, or he thought, on uh, <laughs> matters of uh, football, not just uh, on politics. That's a very funny way you put that. Um, uh, towards the end of his life, um, and you know, he played a role in the presidency. And I've seen one or two obituaries this morning and, and people commenting that he sort of, um, uh, you know, had a relationship with the Gupta family. And I mean, through the thinker, um, he did. But I've never seen any hint or any claim that he benefited personally from that or was ever involved in anything like that at all. I've never seen a claim like that. I think two points to make uh, on that issue. Uh, firstly, one of Aesop's... Uh, advantage was his knowledge of the world and the many people across uh, the world so he dealt with uh, people in the indian um, in the indian congress and i think it was at that point that he met with the uh, uh, tata people later with the with the guptas and it's true that uh, most of the time when they came here establishing uh, sahara you know, Esop, uh, you know, was involved with them. Even when he left the uh, government, uh, he did set up that with them. It is true, though, that Esop never, I, I mean, if anything that one can accuse Esop of, one is corruption, and secondly, the love of, uh, of money. Esop is one of the few people who have got no sense what you need money for, other than that, obviously, Maggie, would and the kids would want him to be able to help uh, uh, maintain the family. So yes, that's true. And I think Temba Maseko makes a point in his book that never, even as Isok knew the Guptas, did he ever say to them, please man, why don't you help these fellows while I look the other side? Mbazima Shaloa, thank you very much indeed for your memories and your tribute to Esa Pahad this morning, passing away yesterday at the age of 84, surrounded, as we understand it, by his family. Ten minutes to seven.